Good morning. This is Tom Dunlap from the Black Letter Podcast, and you're listening to our Monday Minutes. Let's get started. Hi, this is Tom Dunlap with your Monday Morning Minute. Today, we're going to talk about online defamation and what you can do to deal with it. Not necessarily stop it, but to deal with it and kind of what the risks are. Start off with an Albert Einstein quote. I like this quote a lot, and it's something in the context of online defamation It's kind of useful to keep in the back of your mind. So there's always the weak people revenge, strong people forgive, and intelligent people ignore. Now, you can't always ignore online defamation. Sometimes you have to deal with it, but keep it in the back of your head. So first, let's talk about what is defamation? At the most basic level, defamation is the idea that somebody has made a statement that is false It has to be harmful to somebody else's reputation, and it has to be a fact, not just an opinion. That's really important. It can't be, I think you're a poo head. Well, that's my opinion of you or of whoever, but it's not a fact, unless in fact you were a poo head or a poo head is something you could be. But that's just an opinion because I said, I think you are. It has to be published or communicated to a third person. So if I just call you a name or I send you a letter and it says mean things to you, that's not defamation. It's important to remember that being mean is in defamation, and if it's not published to a third person and it's not a fact, it's also not defamation. The person making the statement has to be at fault. So it has to be somebody under their control. That's typically not a big challenge. That's usually the case. And the subject of the statement has to be harmed by the statement. So it has to be a statement of fact published to a third party that actually does harm to you, either your reputation or in some cases your business. It has to, has to cause some kind of usually monetary harm. There's something called nominal damages where you prove that they defamed you, but you get a dollar of damages. So there might not be long-term value, but the real value in most defamation cases, at least in online defamation cases, is getting a court order to get that statement removed if the online service provider like Facebook or Yelp or wherever you post stuff, Twitter, Instagram, if they won't remove it, you can get a court order if it's truly defamatory. So what's the difference between defamation, libel, and slander? A lot of people get these confused and they say, they've slandered me or they've libeled me or they've defamed me. Well, generally, it's all kind of interchangeable. Technically speaking, defamation is what I just said. It's a statement made to a third party that conveys a fact and that harms a reputation. Uh, Libel is just when that defamation is written down or published somewhere, like online. So most online defamation is libel. And slander is when it's spoken. And if it's just spoken to you, remember, not defamatory. There has to be a third person in the room with you. It has to be done in front of somebody else. So just a quick side note, there is also something called false light you should be aware of. There are false light statutes, and all defamation is driven by state law. So uh, that's something else you have to look at. Talk to a lawyer about the requirements in your state. But I will say, generally speaking, the requirements are what I just said in every state. But false light, real quick, let's touch on what that is so we don't confuse it with defamation. Say, for example, I'm a photographer named Susie, or maybe I should be named Bob, or just Tom, I'll be me. I'm a photographer. I have a picture of somebody that I took. It's a guy that I interviewed a year ago, or it's a still from one of my podcasts, Black Letter Podcasts, and it's a guy. And I cross his name out and I use it for an online blog because it's a good picture and he looks like an executive and I say, fraud in the workplace. 
you know, who's doing it? Is it executives or something like that? Nothing to do with the picture of the guy. I just used that picture because he looked like an executive and I thought it would be good for the blog post. Well, I just put that guy and his face in a false light uh, because I used it for something that it shouldn't have been used for and it was harmful. Okay, so back to defamation. The other thing to remember, a lot of people, a lot of companies get up in arms because somebody says their food tastes bad. Well, that's an opinion. Okay. Uh, and you're not happy with it. So that's not defamatory. Or they say something like, I thought that the people there were jerks. Again, an opinion. Remember, just because something is mean doesn't mean that it's illegal to say it. Um, it has to be a provable fact too. So remember, if it says, I think, or it's my opinion, or it's just some kind of qualitative statement, potentially not defamation. Um, also remember, if somebody says something that's true, it's not defamation. Truth is an absolute defense to defamation, online defamation, in person, whatever kind of defamation it is. If somebody says their work took three times longer than they said it would, and you, it took, you said in your contract two to four weeks, and it took 16 weeks, and, uh, and it was some kind of guarantee, and you should work on your contract if it says that. But if that's the case, well, that's true. If you said it would take two to four weeks, and it took three times longer, you can't pursue them for defamation. Another thing to think about is a lot of people look at online defamation or slander, libel, whatever you want to call it, it's technically libel, and they say, uh, oh, let's use the DMCA, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, or uh, some kind of uh, cyber stalking thing. Well, none of that applies. Don't use a statute, a federal statute, or a claim that doesn't apply to defamation. It's just going to make it more expensive. And you could end up with a counterclaim against you if you use the wrong kind of statute to go after a defamatory statement. Obviously, I think it's always a good idea to talk to an attorney about defamation, at least get advice in every case, but you don't necessarily have to use an attorney. Here's the challenge with online defamation. You have to be prepared that anything you send to the person defaming you, whether it's a letter from a lawyer, a letter from you, a lawsuit, a copy of that could get published online. And that defamation fights are often, especially when the two parties are opinionated or one party's really upset, are often waged in the court of public opinion on these social media networks, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, on these publicly public places. So even if ultimately you get a court order, it doesn't mean that they're not going to see the back and forth of the dispute. So be very considered in your approach to it. Deal with a lawyer who does this kind of work so they don't just launch something out the door and you end up with a your nasty gram posted online by your defamer in a really bad light for you, which may not be defamatory either. And then uh, and those are those are really the principal things. At the end of the day, that's not an exhaustive list. That's a kind of a short summary list. My advice is, depending on what the statement is, talk to a lawyer about it. It's worth the money that you spend to make the right decisions when dealing with an online defamer. Figure out a game plan before you respond to the defamer, before you even post a response online. And there may be a way to get it down. There may be a way to resolve it outside of demand letters, courtrooms, and lawyers. And a lawyer can hopefully, a good one can hopefully tell you that. That's it for today's Monday Morning Minute. I hope you have a sense of what defamation is, uh, what it is online, and some of the things you need to look out for and consider when dealing with it. Thanks very much for joining us on Black Letter.